When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's Spring Collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O- com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Are aliens real? The real reason the dog died. And how to stop that weird dude in your office from picking his ear and rolling it in his little fingies. Ugh, gross. All this and more on today's mini episode. Hit the theme! Welcome to a How Did This Get Made mini episode. I am your host, Tall John Shear, a.k.a. Paul Shear, a.k.a. The Spicy V8 Kid. And this is the podcast in between the podcast. That's right. This is a special in between episode of the podcast. If you've never heard of a How Did This Get Made mini episode, well, welcome. I don't know where you've been, but thank you for coming into the fold here. And I'm going to tell you what we're going to do on this show. We're going to talk about the next movie we are doing on How Did This Get Made proper. But more importantly, we are turning the floor over to you to let you tell us things that we got wrong, things that we missed, things that we might not even have thought about when watching the Arnold Schwarzenegger clone film, The Sixth Day, which of course is the second film in our Clone Girl Summer trilogy that we're doing all this summer, really just for one more week. But 
That's kind of like a whole summer. And we actually even have a shirt, a clone girl summer shirt coming soon on tpublic.com. But our person who makes the shirts, she's away right now. So it's moving a little bit slower. Anyway, uh, a big thank you to TeePublic for creating all those amazing shirts for our show. Stickers and mugs and everything. I love them so, so much. Uh, but if we're giving out thanks, can I give some thanks to Tom McWaters for creating that awesome theme song? And if you want to follow in his footsteps, you can. Just send us your theme songs for this episode at HowDidThisGetMade at Earwolf.com. Remember, brevity is the soul of wit, and it also is the best thing when submitting a How Did This Get Made song because no one wants to hear it that long. We love it. 15 seconds is great. 20 seconds, we're like, okay, I'm done with it. So hit in that zone, 15 to 20 seconds, and people will love you just like we love Tom McWaters. And uh, big announcements. If you love sci-fi and comedy, Voyage to the Stars, the podcast is back. It is a hilarious series that is audio produced by our audio engineer, Devin Bryant, who does a fantastic job. And it also stars some of my favorite people, Colton Dunn, Felicia Day, Janet Varney. They all are together improvising a grand sci-fi comedy that is so much fun. And I say that because... I know firsthand I am the villain in the opening episode of this season of Voyage to the Stars. So check it out. If you've never listened to it, you can just jump right in. It's super, super fun and great people making something incredibly unique in the podcast space. Also, if it's July 23rd or 24th, that's Friday or Saturday, and you're listening to this now, I want to let you know that Rob Hubel and I are doing a live show. It's my first live show back in the world at Largo, and we have four or at least three amazing stand-ups that we can't announce, but I guarantee you, you'll be like, oh shit, I should have gotten a ticket for that. Anyway, uh, Crash Test is back at Largo on the 24th of July. I hope you can make it if you're in LA. And if you want to be bold and just fly out to LA, um, I'll buy you a plus one seat. <laughs> what, what a fucking cheap ass. If you fly all the way to LA to see our show, I'm, I'm getting you seats. How about that? How about that? If there are seats available, uh, we are close to selling out. So there's some caveats here. Anyway, people, um, I don't know if you know, but I've been doing this Twitch channel that has a bunch of great content on it. Content. Ugh, ugh, ah. Shows. Fun shows on it. Me and Adam Pally, me and Rob Hubel, uh, Molly, the great MVP of How Did This Get Made. Molly uh, has a show on there called The Sleepover. It's great. Uh, Julian Villard plays music. A lot, a lot of fun. So check that out. It's uh, Friendzone, and that's actually twitch.tv slash friendzone. And finally, where all of this conversation happens is in a place I like to call the uh, the diner of the internet, and that is... Discord. Uh, so jump into the Discord at How Did This Get Made or Paul Shear. You can find it at discord.gg slash HDTGM or discord.gg slash Paul Shear. That's what I got to tell you. That's where the conversations are going. So much fun stuff going on. I told you big announcements. I feel like I paid off on that. Didn't I? I did. Remember, I need proof that you flew out just for this show. No one's going to do that. I don't want you to do that. I mean, unless you have dis- like, unless you have like Bezos money, like then you can do that. Uh, but I don't want anyone to go broke just to get two tickets. I mean, the standups are good; they're very good people. I mean, they're very good. But I don't want you to be like, sure, you, you, 
No false pretenses. I'm being on the level with you. Anyway, um, the most important part of this show is not about the movies. It is about you and me solving your problems. So let's get into the Paul Helpline. He's helping you. He's helping me. He's helping everyone he sees. It's Paul's Helpline. That's right, people. I am not a therapist. I am not a doctor. I don't even know if my advice works, but I give it to you boldly and without hesitation. So with that in mind, let's get into our calls. And you know what? As a therapist says, thank you to Garrett Parker for that theme that really inspired me and opened me up. And thank you for sharing your beautiful work with us. Anyway, let's hear from Rose in Chicago. Hi, Paul. This is Rose in Chicago. Um, I finally got help for depression in 2019. And now that I am properly medicated, I found out that I actually have um, energy to do stuff uh, other than just work and keep myself, you know, fed and clothed in a reasonably clean apartment. And I have a lot of separate interests. Um, But when I... You know, when I'm done with my work day, sometimes I'm like paralyzed by the possibilities and then uh, I just end up scrolling through the internet. And so I wanted to ask you, because you seem like someone who's got a lot of different interests. You've got your podcast and your, your Twitch shows and you're a dad and a partner and a Clipper fan. Um, how do you figure out how to allocate your time and energy um, to your different interests and to the things that are important to you. Thanks, Paul. Rose, a uh, great question. Um, I don't even know really how to answer it, but I will say, um, do what you love and find time for it all. I mean, for me, my brain, I think, kind of works best when I compartmentalize things. I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. Um, and it seems like you are just drawn to so many different things. And I think, look, if you were into painting and you wanted to paint for a week, paint for a week. And then if you want to go away from it, then go to something else. Don't feel like you have to always be splitting a pie of your interests and hobbies. Like, uh, follow your passions. I love photography and I have moments in my life where I'm like carrying my camera every day. And then I have moments where it just sits on a shelf for maybe a week or two. So, just do what you like. This is the fun part of life. As long as you're doing something, enjoy it. Don't worry about, oh, I'm not giving enough time to this or that or that. Use that to like incorporate family life and work life and balance there. Don't worry about balancing your fun. Have your fun. I mean, I think that that's the question. If I'm totally wrong, I apologize, but I think that's the question. And I'm glad to hear that you're on antidepressant meds. And that's amazing. This is a by the way, congrats. Let's celebrate you, Rose. Amazing. Uh, let's hear from Dan. Dan, what do you got? My question this week, there's been a lot in the news about UFOs in the um, news in the past year. And I'm just interested, not in the, not crazy conspiracy theories, not anything, um, you know, about abductions or anything like that. I'm just I'm interested, I'm interested in what you think is going on with the actual sightings that Navy pilots are seeing. Like what? What do you think these things these things are? The government's come out and said, "Yeah, there's some stuff up there we don't know." What do you? What Paul Shear? What do you think is going on? That's my question. Thank you so much for taking my call. My name is Dan. Bye. Honestly, 
Here's my answer. UFOs, what they're seeing are fucking aliens. Aliens or a mirror parallel universe or like some issue in the simulation. Do we believe that we're in a simulation? I don't believe we're in a simulation, but um, maybe that's like the, the paw. I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of glitch in the matrix if it was a simulation, but I think it's UFOs. I think it's fucking straight up aliens, Dan. This is how they, this is how they get us to start to think about it slowly, but surely. Oh yeah, this would have been a huge story, but it's like, Oh, it's eking in, eking in. We don't know what it is. It is weird though. Can't figure it out. Cause it's fucking aliens, dude bro. It's fucking aliens. Uh, thank you, Dan. Matt in Milwaukee. Hey, Paul. Uh, this is Matt from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, long time listener, first time caller, big fan of the show. That's kind of an unusual issue. Um, so we've been working like definitely through the pandemic at my job. It's a, it's a manufacturing company and, and we still wear masks and we have the whole time we've been keeping safe. Um, and every morning I have to run a meeting with uh, the rest of our team and it's fine. Everyone's masked up and, and except for this one guy, he's a, he's a sweet guy, really good guy and um, good worker and, and a good coworker. But during the meeting, he has this habit of like picking stuff out of his ear and like picking, like touching his face and like picking stuff and kind of rolling it around in his fingers and I'm trying to run a meeting and it's really distracting. Like he'll, he'll pick something and he'll look at it and he'll roll it around and it's, it's really, it's really disgusting. It's gross. And I know that I'm not the only one who notices it, but it distracts me the most because I have to run this meeting and I just want to figure out how to, how do I broach the subject? How do I tell this guy, he's a nice guy that like what he's doing is gross and frankly kind of rude to me who's running this meeting without hurting his feelings. Um, I, I, I don't know if there's an answer I, or a good answer, but um, I thought I'd reach out to you since you seem to be the man with the answers. Anyways, um, hope to hear from you, or I guess hope to hear an answer on, uh, on the mini episode. Thanks, Paul. Matt, you can't. You can't say a goddamn word. Uh, and I don't say that because of like culture or anything like that. I say it because it's a hard conversation to have. I know some people go, well, I work with somebody and they have BO and I just tell them they have BO. That you can at least maybe change an address. You are saying this man, I assume it's a man, is is touching themselves in their face and they're doing things. Like that is so ingrained. Like you can't stop someone from being a grosso. Um, you mean you can stop like the tubins of being a grosso, but you can't like stop like this dude who's like picking at his earwax and balling it up. And that's how do you even have, I don't even know how you have that conversation. You have to be like, uh, here's a moment that you'd almost have to show them them. It's too much. This is your life for you to take on. How about this? Just don't look at the person. I think that may be the best way to approach this because I don't know. Have you has anyone ever had that conversation? Call in, let me know. I need to know more about this. You can always call me at 619 PULASK. That's 619 Paul Ask. But also and more importantly, congratulations to your fucking Bucks. Cream City with their second NBA championship. Holy shit, that was fun. That was an awesome game. Giannis is 
amazing. Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis, I'm all in on that team. I didn't think I was, and now I am. Uh, I was saying fire Coach Bud very early on, but I've, I've changed my whole stance. Uh, anyway, thank you for those calls. And again, you can always call me at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-Paul-ASK. All right, people. We'll be right back after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Captain Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Captain Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Captain Crunch is epic. Yes. My family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you and learn more at captaincrunch.com. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, while you are preparing for next week, it seems like we might have dropped the ball on a couple of things because I've noticed in the Discord, people were very riled up about these clone issues. And we're going to turn the table over to you right now so you can give us some corrections and omissions. Hit the theme. If you got a correction or you got an omission you got permission to make your own decisions corrections and Brendan Albea or Brendan Abela, 
Thank you so much for that amazing theme. Like I said, we have culled through dozens of voicemails and hundreds of messages on our How Did This Get Made Discord to find the best observations, theories, fact checks, and useless research, and we present them all here. So buckle up. There are some doozies. Let's go to the Discord. Joe Tangelo writes, There is an infamous XFL rule change that was not mentioned. In lieu of a coin toss to determine possession, they instituted a scramble for the ball. A player from both teams would line up on the 30-yard line and the ball was placed on the 50-yard line. They would scramble for the ball when the ref blew the whistle. This led to a horrible injury on the first play of the first game. Orlando free safety Hassan uh, Shamsuddin separated his shoulder and missed the rest of his season. Oh, man, Joe. I did not know about that. I kind of love it, and I feel so bad for Hassan. Um, Dr. Guts writes 10... Well, do I have to go Dr. Guts 1003? I will. Dr. Guts 1003 writes, I have a lot of questions about Trip, the zealot who killed Drucker at the beginning of the movie. First, how does he figure out that Drucker's company actually has begun cloning humans? Secondly, how does he learn that Drucker has charted one of Arnold's helicopters? Assuming he did have access to that information, his plan to kill Drucker is pretty terrible. He flies with that group of extreme skiers slash snowboarders, and then what, just waits on the mountain until Drucker arrives? That mountain didn't seem close. I mean, how many hours passed before Drucker got there? I mean, wouldn't the other skiers wonder why he wasn't coming down the mountain with them? I mean, look, there's a lot of questions here, Dr. Guts. I mean, what about the tour operator? Isn't there someone there to be like, all right, we, we got him going? Because I imagine there's a pickup involved. Yeah, that is not a good plan at all. Um, I forgot about the zealot who killed Drucker. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess when you're a zealot, you get the inside scoop. I mean, a lot of these people in QAnon know that JFK Jr. did not die in that plane crash, and he's going to be running with Trump in the next election. So, you know, sometimes you get the inside scoop on stuff, and sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong. So that's how probably, uh, uh, you know, Trip the zealot, uh, got that info. Uh, BNCNN writes this, correction regarding the fate of Simpal Cindy. The auction page that I showed and we talked about uh, listed Simpal Cindy at 475 as the high bid, but it also states she was not sold. Apparently there was a reserve that was not met, meaning they felt that Cindy's deteriorating robot corpse was worth more than 475 So basically, they thought they were going to get a big money. They didn't get big money, and they pulled it away. What a crock of shit. So basically, if anyone wants a deteriorating robot corpse in their house that will curse them and act like uh, that, you know, conjuring uh, ghoul doll, uh, you can go up there and go to iCollector.com and, and have at it. Let's go to the phones. Beth in Atlanta, what you got? Hey, Paul, this is Beth from Atlanta. I just finished listening to the six-day episode, and I'm wondering if you had the same feeling I did, that possibly sending a clone to South America is a sort of backhanded reference to the boys from Brazil. Love to hear your take on that. Thanks. Bye. I love that theory. I have nothing funny to add to that theory more than I love sending uh, yet another, uh, well, I mean, well, I was going to say that was, be. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but yes, yes. <laughs> was I going to even say what, what I was going to say? Is it even that bad? I don't know, but I'm not saying it, but yes, yes, Beth, you got it. Uh, all right, Andrew, what do you got? Maybe I can give you my real answer this time. Hey Paul, uh, my name is Andrew and I just, uh, had something to add to the latest episode about the, the movie, the sixth day. 
Uh, so I had a theory about why the dog died and was subsequently cloned. My theory is that the reason that they probably had to clone the dog was that the original dog would have not had recognized the clone Arnold as his master, but the clone dog would not know who his master is, so Arnold's clone wouldn't be suspicious. I don't know if this is true or not, but it made sense to me. Anyway, I really love the show, and I'm a big fan of everything you guys do. All right, have a good day. Well, Andrew, I'm confused now. The do- All right, so you're saying that they premeditated the death of the dog? They didn't even know that... They didn't know that Drucker was going to get killed. They didn't know. I mean, they would have really had to have seen the plot. I, I thought this whole plan started, and the reason why it was messy was because of the assassination, not premeditating the assassination. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Correct me if I'm wrong, but not now because it's on a live show. Anyway, uh, our final uh, question comes from Abat. Abat, what do you got? Hi, Paul. My name is Abbas. I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. I'm just calling about the movie The Sixth Day. Right at the beginning, you guys had uh, wondered whether Arnold had played multiple roles of himself or anything like that prior to this film, and he did. Um, And it was in Last Action Hero. And I don't remember the year of that film, but I think it was early 90s because I had the soundtrack. And I really enjoyed that film, too. Um, I was kind of into my teens and past the Arnie superhero phase, but that film kicked a lot of ass, and he does play a character that's a, you know, a vigilante character on screen, and then, you know, the premise of the film, he comes out of the movie screen and into the real world, and towards the end of the film, he encounters the real Arnold Schwarzenegger at a red carpet event, uh, you know, movie premiere. It's very brief. Um, but they do show the two of them on screen at the same time. So maybe this movie was uh, came about after you know seeing that happen. So, all right, thanks so much. I love the show. Have a great day. Bye. Look, look, you don't have to tell me about Last Action Hero. It's the only movie I ever walked out on as a child. Truly, I never walked out on a movie besides Last Action Hero. But I walked out and just walked about four rows back. I had the Burger King cups. It was amazing. I know everything about that movie. We've talked about maybe covering it on the show, and I think maybe it might be time. I remember that ending being really cool, and I think the movie was cooler and better than I remember it being. Um, The same thing happened to me with Welcome to the Dollhouse. I hated it, and then I think my whole sensibility changed, and I was like, oh, this movie is fucking great. Anyway, uh, Abbott, thank you for reminding me that Schwarzenegger actually meets Schwarzenegger in Last Action Hero. And uh, maybe we should look at it again. Let's look at it again. Back to the Discord. Uh, GT75 writes, regarding the remote control for the helicopters, there was a throwaway line when they landed and were met by one of Tony Goldwyn's men saying it would allow them to fly two of the four helicopters. The main problem with that is a current helicopter requires both hands and feet to control. Even if they simplify the controls to get it all into one stick, flying two vehicles would require splitting their attention in a way that could not possibly be safe. And yeah, you're right. That was a shitty, dumb, flawed, didn't even make fucking sense. Like to me, I would have created some sort of autopilot that like as I was controlling one helicopter, it was also matching my movements or you had AI. I mean, why don't we just put AI in it? We have a whole movie about cloning. We don't want to put AI in it and not Alan Iverson. 
who I just listened to a documentary about. Anyway, uh, Mitch Kappa, a.k.a. Chunk Style, writes, I was surprised this movie stuck to their cloning rules pretty well. I mean, the one thing I couldn't follow, though, was the timing of when an eyeball scan memory dump happened for each character. A clear example is that when we see a new clone of Sarah Winter wake up, she's reacting to being shot by the bumbling henchman. Her clone wouldn't have that memory because the last eyeball scan was obviously before that. It's also why the reveal that our you know, plot point of view, Arnold was the clone is a bit cheap because Arnold's eyeball scan happened before he and Rappaport made the deal to swap places so that Rappaport would uh, pilot Drucker. So the clone Arnold that we are following should have been a lot more confused about waking up in that cab in the mall. To him, he should have been waking up with no memory of flying his most high profile client ever, which would be unsettling, I would imagine. All right. So, wow. Great. By the way, Great point that I didn't even consider. I didn't even consider that. And you know what? Because of that, you, Chunk Style, are the winner. Hit it, Tyler, man. Fuck. You win. And Chunk Style, you came in right at the end there. I didn't even have to deliberate because... I never even remembered that that was a part of it. The idea that they had the brain scans in there as well. Tyler, man, you brought the heat with that song, but it is Chunk Style who brought the heat with the correction and omission. And Chunk Style, you get nothing. All right, we'll be right back after this break. If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney. And that's good because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. It is now time for my pick of the week. Mark Granger, I heard you have a song for me. 
going to pick this week? Thank you, Mark Granger. Um, I am reading right now the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novelization, which is a novel written by Quentin Tarantino, um, not based on the movie, or I should say it is based on the movie, but it's not a novelization. It's a full novel that, hmm, I've never really, well, it expands the movie, right? It's based in the movie, but it gives you so much more. I've been loving it. Quentin is a amazing, I said Quentin, like we're buddies. Quentin is a, an amazing writer, and that has been such a fun uh, a fun book to check out. I'm also a huge Andrew WK fan. I love AWK. He has a new album out. A bunch of singles have been dropping on Spotify. Check it out. If you like the old school Andrew WK, I get wet style of music. You got more in spades. And I'm so thrilled that that is actually happening and going on. Uh, I also want to say that, um, Unspooled is in the middle of our summer blockbuster series, and it has been great to kind of go back and revisit Jurassic Park and Men in Black, and we have an upcoming one, which is, of course, Back to the Future. So fun to dive into these, and with Amy at the helm, we go in very different directions, and it's fun to argue and wrestle with, is Jurassic Park better than Jaws? Is Men in Black the sequel, the death of original thinking? We get into a lot of it there. And also, if you just want to hear celebrities talk, we got Karen Gillan, Tom Sharpling, and David Diggs uh, all on our top three spinoff episodes of Unspooled. It's really, really fun. You get to hear their three favorite films. We have great guests coming up like, uh, I believe, Tim Robbins and uh, Steve Zahn are going to be on the top three as well. So it's always so fun to hear people talk about the three movies they would blast off into space. Uh, Quick conversations, and we'll get you thinking about what you want to watch tonight. All right, people. Now that we got the sixth day out of the way, we're going from illegal cloning to illegal street racing, kind of. That's right. Buckle up and grab your magnets because it is time to visit the family. That's right. The Toretto family, as they go bigger, crazier, and more insane than ever in Fast 9, which we are doing next week on the show with guest Adam Scott. Here's a breakdown of the plot. Rotten Tomatoes says, uh, first of all, it gets 42% on the tomato meter. They're fucking insane. But the fan rate is at 82%. That's about right. But are you not convinced to see it based on 82%? Well, I'll tell you what... Clarice Lowry from The Independent, that's a UK publication, says she reviews this movie by saying this movie is in its ninth installment and it's still delivering what audiences truly want, which are cars where cars absolutely should not be. Let's take a listen to the trailer. All right, Dom, what's next? No matter how fast you are. I am not to be compared to you. No one outruns their past. And mine just caught up to me. Been a long time, Tom. So we're up against a master thief, assassin, high performance driver. Who is he? Jacob is Dom's brother. Oh boy. Well, you know this trailer. You know how much we're excited about this. Fast 9 is in theaters now. If you don't feel comfortable going to the theater, you can go to a drive-in. How about that? Drive-ins 
are just as good for Fast 9. I mean, by the way, you're in your car. It's like, bring your car to a movie. That's the movie that your car would want to see, I think so. Um, All right, and now to close us out, as always, we have the movie bitches with their two-minute movie review of the film Great White. Oh, boy. I love Averill and Andrew. They are fantastic. They got new microphones, and they're great. Here's a two-minute review of Great White. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to Welcome Movie to Bitches. Welcome to Movie Bitches. Today we're reviewing Great White. Overall thoughts. This movie was better than I thought it was going to be as a movie. Sure. Competently made. Yes. For the most part. This wasn't trash, but there no. was trashy parts about it. Sure. It's interesting. This movie was kind of like Horizon Line meets Shallows meets like... Open Water. I was shockingly engaged. Even it when they were just good. floating forever and ever. And I was like, no, oh my God, there was a, there was a period of time in the middle when it got, it slowed yeah. down. Yeah. But I was shockingly engaged with, um, like, I thought the plot was bad, but like... So much better than these other shitty, boring, like like forty seven meters down, for instance. Right. Oh, my boyfriend is sucks. Let's go on a shark dive, and then we're stuck there. You know what I mean? Like there was there's nothing interesting going on, but it was pretty good. I would say the only thing that I really disliked about it was that it it really dragged in the middle when they were just floating for days. Yeah, it could have been trimmed by five, ten minutes, and it would have been yeah. much yeah. better. Well, I always like when the sharks are, like, vindictive and manipulative emotionally, because that's fun, right? Every time the shark showed up, I laughed. Yes. Like, whenever the shark was there, it was a comedy. And whenever the shark was not there, it was, like, a minimalist drama. I would say you could fully watch. I mean, it's like, go on Shutter. You could watch it. It's an hour and a half. Like, yeah. it's a fun, silly time. It does drag a little, it's, but, like... It drags a little... Uh, the conclusion I came to was it's fully watchable and there are yes. moments that are really stupid and fun and there were parts that I was genuinely engaged with. So yes. if you like shark movies, you could watch it. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. And that is our show. Remember to rate and review it. It helps. It actually really, really helps. Visit us on Twitter and Facebook and IG and uh, make sure you check out me this weekend in LA if you're there for Largo. Three amazing guests that will blow your mind. Two of them, How Did This Get Made All-Stars. One of them, a wannabe, How Did This Get Made guest. And the other, just the fucking funniest person ever. Anyway, uh, sign up for the How Did This Get Made archives. Uh, it's through premium for a one-month free trial. Use the code BONKERS. A big thank you and a lot of love to our super producer, Cody, who had to put her mom's cat down this week. And uh, we're just sending her a lot of love. And of course, uh, our engineer, Devin. Devin with New Voyage of the Stars out there. Take a listen to that. July, listening through through all of this. Always July. Thank you. Molly, what can I say? Sleepover, check it out. You can go to uh, twitch.tv slash friendzone to watch uh, Molly's uh, sleepover uh, with Anna. And it's so, so good. Thank you to everybody at Earwolf. And remember, we'll see you a quarter mile down the road, which is, I guess, maybe the equivalent of a week. I don't know. Enjoy the and Fast 9. Enjoy it. I hope you saw it. If you didn't, you don't need to. I mean, you do. But you don't need to to listen to the episode. Anyway, I'm getting a bad head myself. Uh, bye for now. Earwolf. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.